The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Okay, Roxy Soxy. Hello, hello, Tam Tam. We have one of your friends who's actually a huge star, and she's been your friend for like 20 years. I mean, I am so excited to have this lady. And we've already been talking about fingers up the butt. I know, I know. (laughs) Do you see how my college girls and I roll? This is how we roll. Get straight into it. I feel so bad that this is how we're (laughs) introducing her. We go from kissing to fingers in the butt. This is how we. Amazing actors who likes a finger. No, she doesn't like a finger up the butt. Sorry, (laughs) that was the wrong story. Her friend likes a finger up the butt. That's the story. That's it. That's it. So yeah, she, as you said, she's an amazing actress, director, producer, mama. She's one of my great girlfriends from college. Sasha Alexander is in the studio with us today. I'm sorry so, that you're here. I feel so bad. We've you already guys, scared you. You've already scared me. Yeah. And you've already just... Well, you came like, in with a dress. I into? You came in with a dress that literally opens up and shows up. Like, everything's I mean, going on. I'm sorry. Right it's so beautiful. Right sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's a very basic instinct moment when someone just walks in the door and just right. is like, there it is. Right. right. I didn't it's, realize it's right that there. it opened right open. so... Yeah. You're sending us all the signals, Sasha. All the signals. I'm happy to be here, you guys. Thank you. How cute you are. so excited to have you. So we have a little bit of a six degree of separation or a one degree of separation because Donald Belisario, who you used to work with, his daughter was my co-star on the show I was Trian? on for eight years, Pretty Little Liars. Oh, so we I are practically sisters. We are practically, practically made out, pretty much. Um, I love Troyan. Yeah, you know, lovely. she acted, the first scene she ever did, she did with us on NCIS mm-hmm. and her and, and her dad, Don, called and he, he called me. Must have been nice. Says, my, yeah, daughter, my daughter wants to be an actress and I just, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, can you, I'm going to, Writer of the scene, can you just let me know what you mm-hmm. think? Do you think she like does she is she good? Is she so he writes this scene and she comes into this, you know, and we do this, mm-hmm. we shoot this thing with her and I call him afterward and I'm like, Yeah, you're kind of screwed. And she's really good. She's really good. <laughs> she's like, it's not just that it's like that she gets it and not that just that she has this yeah. beautiful look about her yeah. and she has this vibe about her, but she was so chill and she just got it. So I remember when she actually got the audition mm-hmm. or got the job for Pretty Little Liars. Mm-hmm. She also got a play. Right. And, and she was like, I want to do the play. I'm she sure. wanted to do she's the play. And an actress. Like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, she's lovely. Um, why does that make me mad? Because <laughs> as an actress, you like you fight so hard to get a job. And then sometimes it's just so much easier to get a job when you know certain people. Was it an easy road for you? Or did you feel like it was always like fighting tooth and nail to get the next to get the next opportunity? I think it's always fighting tooth and nail for the mm-hmm. next opportunity. Mm-hmm. I just think that that's exactly, isn't that what people told us mm-hmm. when we embarked on it? That mm-hmm. it was not It's not going to be easy. No, not mm-hmm. going to be easy. And I, I'm a Taurus, so I kind I like of Taurus. feel Stubborn. like... Stubborn. Right? Yeah, bull. Well, I just, yeah. You're an earth sign. I'm an earth mm-hmm. sign. I'm a fire sign. You and I combust very well. That's, <laughs> that's another story for another time. <laughs> I just didn't think I had the temperament for it, to be honest. I mean, Roxy knew me in college. Mm-hmm. I was in film school. I was studying directing and producing. And I loved storytelling. I just didn't think that being an actor was going to be the right profession 
for me mm-hmm. in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so surprised that all of a sudden, as you know, I as I was fortunate enough and have been fortunate enough to work, that it continued to go, and I was doing it, and I constantly would pinch myself and go, "Oh wow, I'm I'm still doing this, and now I'm have a family, and now mm-hmm. I'm in my thirties, now I'm in my forties. How is this? It's still, and I still like it. I love it. I love it when I get to do it mm-hmm. the right way. But I do think it's a constant struggle for sure, and particularly when you have a family and you have children that you yeah. want to see. When I was on a series, Brazilian I was for seven years. I mean, it was brutal. I'd leave, you know, I'd leave home at 5 a.m. and be home after nine and it, you know, 10 months a year. It was, you were just constantly juggling everything. And I don't know. It's been nice to, when that ended, I really felt like to take a, just take a breath and really take in what's, what's the totality of your life. You yeah. didn't have kids so that you don't see them. Yeah. So it's like, how do you find that balance? I think that's what makes it like a constant, yeah. you know. So because, you know, you had these grueling schedule, you were on so many different shows. I mean, Rosalia Niles, Dawson's Creek, NCIS. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get like just totally burnt out? Mm-hmm. Where oh, you were yeah. just like, I am like done. Didn't you leave yeah. NCIS after the second season? I did. And it was because of the work schedule? The burnout? No. I mean, that's what they said in the press. Yeah, right. Right. So yeah. tell us what <laughs> really, what what real really happened. <laughs> tell um, us who fucked there, there, Yeah. Yeah. If no, if not, then it'll be an expose. But um, we, mm-hmm. um, I, there was uh, many factors, but mm-hmm. one of the very big ones was that, you know, I had this deal with CBS and they wanted me to do this show called NCIS and I really liked it and I wanted to do it. And I had said to, you know, know, at the time, the head of the network, just like, well, you know, if, if I don't like it after two years, can I, can I go? And he sort of said, you will, you'll love it. You'll love it. But the truth is I was really burnt out. I mean, I, we worked 17 hour days on the average. No I never that. slept no at one home. Talks about never that. Slept, yeah. I slept, you know, at a hotel nearby. Yeah. Um, I was like 108 pounds. I couldn't keep weight on. I was exhausted. Now these are all the woe is me. Everybody right. would die for this job and it's amazing. Yeah. And that part of it is, but I didn't see an end to that. Like I, for me, for my life, mm-hmm. I saw that show going for as long as it's on the air. And I just felt like I loved it, but I didn't see it getting to a place that it was manageable mm-hmm. for what I I wanted out of my life. And also the kinds of, I think that the hard part about doing a series is that you have to just live within that world year after year, day mm-hmm. after day. And you have to just, you have to find one that really sort of suits you in mm-hmm. every way. I mean, there's no other job right. mm-hmm. that signs you to a seven-year contract mm-hmm. before you've ever met the family or the people right, you right, work right. with. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Right. I mean, it's pretty brutal. Like, oh, so as brutal. an actor, they yeah. sign... Nobody knows that. They're yeah. like, oh, you could just... You know, so... Anyway. I didn't mm-hmm. have kids when I did Pretty Little Liars, and now I do, so the decisions I make is about them. Do you feel like the shows that you did do when you had small children, do you regret some of the time that you didn't have with them? Or do you, do you process it differently and say, well, I had to do this for the success of my family? Well, um, you know, one of the other reasons, too, with NCIS is I fell in love my second season mm-hmm. with my husband. And he lived between Europe and here. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to start a family. And I did not see how I was going to do that working 17-hour days. Right. I didn't think physically my right. body could do it. I just did not think I could do that. And and I think I was right. I think I made – I 100% know I made the right choice um, for me. And uh, – but then when I embarked, my daughter was like two. And when I took Rizzoli and Isles um, – I had a different perspective. It was a streaming show. It mm-hmm. was only 10 episodes. So that mm-hmm. was only four months a year versus the 24 right. episode thing mm-hmm. that you do on broadcast. And 
uh, I, that was manageable for mm-hmm. me. I had my son in the second season mm-hmm. in between things, and then I came back. So that was like a manageable schedule. The it's most of that was yeah, a, a balance. balance. Right. Um, that felt better for me. So I, you you, know. me, you uh, mentioned Eduardo Ponte, your husband, who also yeah. is one of our college buddies. Yeah. And we love very much. <laughs> yeah. It's all about USC. It um, is and, all USC. Fight on, fight on. And you have two gorgeous kids now, Thank which is you. amazing. But, you know, and also he comes from a Hollywood dynasty family. Yeah. I mean, his mother is Sophia Loren. Yeah. His far- father is Color Ponte. I know. Never, Never heard Small of her. She's a husband. She's a husband. Sophia, what? Who? Who? What? Sophia. What are you talking about? What? So is it hard bringing up kids sort of in that dynasty? Like, are they expected to sort of embrace the dynasty and like kind of continue with the legacy in Hollywood? Or how does that all work? No, not at all. Like, yeah. You know, she, first of all, she, as everyone always sort of thinks she's your mother-in-law, what's that like? Yeah. And they, everybody wants to, you know, sort of, they, they think it's some kind of, I, I don't know, she's a very grounded person. Mm-hmm. She remembers what she came from. She came from mm-hmm. a lot of poverty, if you've read anything mm-hmm. on her. Uh, that's very much a part of who she is as an artist and mm-hmm. as a mother and as a human being. Mm-hmm. So uh, she she doesn't carry that on her that way. And she didn't raise her sons that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, for them, it's really about having a passion and and working hard towards mm-hmm. whatever it is you love to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it is. So we know it's not, you know, we, it's, I, I wonder, I wonder that myself, right. like having my kid look up to, you know, me who's acting and grandma's acting and dad's who's reacting. It's like, ah, uh, but my daughter's like, I am not going into the family business. Right. Oh, like, nice. She's like into science. She is a Smart dancer, girl. but she says these things, but who knows? I mean, I, we would never, I would never push my children to go into this unless they just had to, and they yeah. loved it. It's, it's really up to job. them. Do you want to keep them no. back, like away from it? Do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm not really big on like you know um, stage moms. I'm not yeah. on. I'm not on that. I mean, I support my daughter. She's mm-hmm. a competitive dancer. She loves it. Right. I give her that support. But for us, it's really about your passion mm-hmm. yeah. and you following through on whatever it is you commit to mm-hmm. and you doing that well. And mm-hmm. that doesn't matter if it's drawing or if it's building something mm-hmm. or if it's dancing or if it's writing. It's just as long as you have some creative as long as you make outlet money, sure. and mm-hmm. you, you know, <laughs> yeah. you just support yourself. So going okay. back to Sophia Loren, what was it like first? Do you remember that first moment? Because it is a little bit of an awkward experience. Like, like she's intimidating she, even. Yeah, maybe, I mean, she's right? like totally. one of the yeah. biggest stars in the universe, like ever since forever all of time so it's like do you remember that first moment were you nervous about it did you feel awkward yeah I did I'm initially I I was not nervous up until the literally the moment I was about to meet her and then I thought I was going to crap my pants. Yeah. I truly, we were, I remember driving. Just a little bit of poop. Just a little bit of poop. It's like a shark. You know what I mean? I <laughs> called my mom and I was like, oh my God, now I'm really nervous. I'm really nervous. I feel oh. really nervous. And my mom's like, no, just be yourself. She's just a person. It's fine. She's yeah. just a person. She shits too. Yeah. And we said, she's the queen, right? The queen shits. The queen everyone, shits. Everyone has a poop that yeah, comes out. Yeah, fart in the morning. <laughs> all intact and doesn't float. Yeah. You know, because they need help. But that's how I felt. And then when I arrived, she gave me a very big hug. She was very warm to me. And like within a moment, it all like sort of fell down. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a Virgo. Okay. So we get along. She's also an earth sign. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. You know, she's not like nosy. People think like an Italian mother-in-law. Yeah. She's like, lets us do our thing. She's su- what I will say that really um, uh, is one of the nicest things is that she's really, really respectful mm-hmm. of me and the work I do in terms of being like 
how do I say, she really supports me. Mm-hmm. And she also, like, she doesn't know what it would be like mm-hmm. having to do what I do now in this day and age. Mm-hmm. Like, when she started to do it, it was just so different. Right. You know, you meet a director, they like you, they give you a shot, you do your thing. Here, it's like, where it's a hustle. <sighs> She just is like, what? And then do that. If I had to go on an audition, I would have never been an actor. Mm -hmm. If I had to like do that that way, I would have never done that. So it's just a completely different thing. And she recognizes that and really respects that. So Mm -hmm. she's she's pretty great. That's great. So how long Mm -hmm. have you been with your husband? 14 years. But we've known him since we were in college, right? I know. I met him in college. But we didn't date. You didn't date. We didn't date in college. We've known him how long? We met in college. I don't know. We met in early school. No, later probably, right? Yeah, like somewhere halfway through. Yeah. Roxy knows your whole relationship. I know. Life. Just ask um, me about your like relationship. was halfway through. No, because yeah. he was just fr- I mean, He was friends, yeah. He was friendly. He was yeah. a lovely person, but I didn't, I mean, we were just friends. Yeah. So my question like was, eight years later. Yeah, how do you keep it spicy? Like, how do you keep it? You know, I just had a baby. And so like now we're scheduling sex once a week for two and a half minutes. Yeah, well, that's a lot for us. Normally when, you know, we're in the act, like someone passes out. We can't like tell you who's going to pass out. Depends on who's been or up with the baby. Or somebody might already be asleep. Yeah, someone might. My already husband be asleep. is normally so asleep funny. and he has sex with me. And I, I still count it as a win because I'm like, there is action. He doesn't remember it. So it's as like, long as you don't it's press charges like on him if you're sex. asleep. Yeah. Just don't I press charges. I kind of like it. I feel like I didn't agree to that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one time I didn't agree to it. So, um, I like for me, it's hard to like keep that sexy going, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, especially with with kids. How have you kept it going for fourteen years? Well, I certainly think it's hard in the stage you're in, right? Because I think when they're younger, there's just nothing sexy about the baby phase. (laughs) I had a struggle at that time. Now my kids are older. I want to have sex though. She wants to have so she so she's so, the one who's more yeah coming into out really yeah. good for you. It's more right? about and I tell this to my husband. It's less about the orgasm for me, and it's more about connection, connection. because yeah, it is your language seems, of love. Yeah, and everything yeah. So, seems so ungrounded when you have a child. Like yeah. everything is just a little floaty and yeah. off. So like sex to me like brings me back to basic. Yeah, um, just having someone lay on top of me and pound me, which is my husband's <laughs> like I don't get it. Um, and I'm like I just want to feel grounded. And for him, like he doesn't feel grounded by like having to. Perform form for me because that's yes. more stressful yes. so I'm just like please someone rub up against so me and he's just please leave me alone yes. you have a little bit more like because so, yeah. men don't like it like when they have to perform and like, there's yeah, nothing sexy the, to them about that so that's mm-hmm. why it's not sexy because yeah. I'm like yes let's go and he's like running like my vagina is like he's like, like a, I want you to write me a poem a Venus, first a, a Venus fly trap he's yeah. like get me get some flowers away yeah it's like at least take me to dinner so what are your tips what are your tips for that well you know this year on our on our anniversary, <laughs> on our anniversary this year, um, well, first I'll say that when our kids were younger, I definitely think it was harder to build in that time because by the end of the day, I was exhausted. Yeah. I just was tired and it was unsexy to me to like be putting the kids to bed and reading story and then you put pajamas yeah. on and all of a sudden you have to like Ugh, work yourself. I just, that yeah. was hard. That yeah. was hard. Then I think you, you just have to like really put that effort in to kind of shut the door, mm. make your like our bedroom is like our sanctuary. Like I have no problem saying to our kids, we have our guys, kids, yeah. see, we have mama and papa time. Yeah. No, oh, it's so bad. It's mama and papa time. And then time to yeah. go. And then, now, that doesn't mean they didn't sleep with us right. for years. There's those moments, but then there's moments where either we we've you know, sent them over to grandma's mm-hmm. or we found some way to create that Grandma Sophia Loren. Sorry. <laughs> just had to process that for a second. Just press, I know mom. your mom doesn't come into the equation right now. I'm sorry. I feel bad about your mom, but she's not in, she's not in my fantasy. Okay. 
please go to Sophia, your grandma. That's really funny. She's not my fantasy. <laughs> She's not in my fantasy. She's got it all worked up now. Yeah. No, but like we just tried mm-hmm. to build in that space because I mm-hmm. found that like our room had to just keep stay sexy. Like we yeah. had to have, I have to have my right candles. I have to have my right sheets. I got to like keep it all like But there's nothing grooving. like rolling over and rolling on top of a slinky when you're fucking, right? Yeah. We didn't have It depends on where you put it. I keep that stuff out of our room. I do. Okay, I do. So but as like, they get bigger uh, and, and and whatever, now I have, no, I have no problem saying to the kids, like, hey, it's mommy and daddy time. Like, mm-hmm. we need to connect mm-hmm. and be together. We love you. Mm-hmm. But we're better parents when mm-hmm. we have some time, too, to just yep. be without your needs. Yeah. <laughs> And women are different when it comes to connection, though, because men think connection is just spending time right. like in the same vicinity as you. Like, well, I saw you all week, right. you know? But for women, connection is much deeper than that. It's, it's a tension. It doesn't have to be like, a penis. Yeah. It can be communication. Right. It can mm-hmm. be deep communication. Yeah. Women need that connection to, like, keep everything copacetic. My husband mm-hmm. needs that, too. Like, he's not – like, he healed to great if we just go out to a great dinner mm-hmm. and – hang out Mm -hmm. and talk and just sort of us. I just think that sometimes in the home, it's just things can get just two kids can take over. And the needs of that is just just not, Mm -hmm. I mean, just not conducive to having like your love affair going on. It's just not, you know, and then I don't, I'm not, neither one of us are really the fans of like putting the time aside to do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that just doesn't work for us. It it kind of, we both are a little bit more... um, I don't, I don't know. We both fluid. I don't know. It's not even fluid. Spontaneous. Like, it's not even spontaneous. I just th- sort of think it's just being in the moment, like having yeah. a connection, then Present. building from there. Yeah. Whatever it is. If I said don't to him on Friday moment. afternoon, yeah, you have two and a half minutes. That's probably what it is. I'm like, you like, must get, get your penis up yeah. at yeah. six o'clock Good luck on with Friday. That, babe. And he's like, what? <laughs> it's like that sex when you're trying to get pregnant too. It's like, oh, that's the worst. You know, it's like, oh, it's like there's nothing romantic about it. But some men don't mind that. Yeah, I think I didn't mind it. Yeah, some people like, I got laid seven times that day. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my God. She's an Darling, animal. This one is an animal. She's an animal. <laughs> I was like, whatever. She's never, never satisfied. She's like, more, I'm more, more, more. That's good for you. I mean, that's yeah. good for you that you feel that way. I mean, I think that it's, I think that keeping sex alive is so important. Like our physical, even if you're not, even if you're not having sex, but you're having physical contact yes, connection, I need whatever all that. that is on any level that Kissing, that is for touching, you, uh, yes. that is so, I think that is so important, really, because we're going about our lives and and just touching is matters. It just mm-hmm. sort of keeps yeah. us, I don't know, it matters to me. I mean, I, you know, my husband is super romantic. Of course mm-hmm. he is. He's like, Sophia Lauren's son. <laughs> It's in the jeans. He's super romantic. Yeah, I do yeah. have to say one thing. This this Came year, actually, on our, on our anniversary, <laughs> I was, and I posted this on my Instagram because mm-hmm. I had this picture of us on our anniversary. And what I said was so true. He very often will say something to me about like, oh, I feel like you're my new girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll have this moment. I feel like you're my girlfriend. <gasps> and I remember I kind of, you know, it was so, so sweet during the yeah. years. But now, after 14 years, I feel like, he does that to me. He does make me feel mm-hmm. like his new girlfriend. And there's something about that mm-hmm. that really hit me this year. I don't yeah. know. There's something about oh. that hit me on a bigger level. Okay. Like maybe because you're you're you've been together longer, right. you're getting older, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, you're making me feel like I haven't, you mm-hmm. know, haven't right. changed. It's that that same spark that you had when you first sort of like 
connected. Aww. And yeah. I don't know. I thought that was pretty sexy. That's, that's a date. You have to date yeah. each other. I feel you have to date and each other. And you have other. to fall in yeah. love. Like I think after you have babies, you just you're just like aggressive towards each other, and everything is just like you're passing ships in the yeah. night. Mm-hmm. And then lately, I feel like we're falling in love again. Right. Like you're starting, and I feel like that is the answer to longevity in a marriage is to keep falling in love with the same I person. Agree. Right. And I that's agree. the only way to make it work. And it's respect too. It's yeah, respect. respect. If you don't yeah. respect them, exactly. You them and when you different. fight, it's like how you fight. Do we you respect know? a husband's Roxy? Well, not every day. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on which day it is. It depends yeah. on what he's done that day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So what um, you may not know, Tamman, but I, I know, and I don't know if all of Sasha's fans know this. Sasha was in a girls group Ooh. when she was like 14 called Everything Nice, nice. with one of our other best girlfriends, Tracy Tudor from Million Dollar Listing, Los Angeles. Sugar and Spice and Sugar Everything Nice. nice. We, were so, like, we were like the, the we were Spice Girls before Spice yeah, Girls. Yeah, you guys like originated the whole girl group if thing. If you want to be my yeah. lover, you got to get, get with my friends. friends. I mean, that was my jam. It's a yeah. jam, right? So are we, we had see? We had boyfriend, boyfriend. Oh, yes. um, boyfriend, boyfriend. Don't let, I forgot it now. It was like this. It was the same thing. And the I producers was of uh, it was I one of the producers in of of um, New Kids on the Block. Oh, so we just did the girl. Oh yeah, producer. we had a Warner Brothers deal. It was a whole thing. <gasps> Wait, they picked us out of because we danced, okay. and right. so they picked us out of a thing. And uh-huh. we we did this for like four years. It just didn't. I don't know why it didn't kind of get that. I don't know. I don't yeah. know the politics of the music right. business. Right, but it was fun. I learned yeah. a lot. Well, we had I think a good you guys time. should do a reunion tour. I yeah. mean, we yeah. did perform. It, New Kids live. on the Block is doing we it, did. right? It's a comeback. That's Everything really nice funny. part two. Oh but I, then when I saw Spice Girls, I was like, wow, that's the same exact, that's what it was. Like yeah. it was a formula and a brand right. and it worked. Mm-hmm. It worked. Do you get frustrated? Um, you know, you were so close to so many big roles in your life mm-hmm. and getting like down to the, you know, it was me or Megan Fox for Transformers. And it's like, I'll do another one for you. It was me or Kaylee Cuoco for Big Bang Theory. Then that would have been really? like, oh, girl, you were so yeah. <laughs> you kick yourself when you don't get those roles. But then you think, well, everything's meant to be and maybe my children would be here. So like, how do you No, feel? I don't think that. I think that, that sucks, like, yeah. man. So if I had gotten that, so that would have been close. so good. Like changing. When you're yeah. so close to those big roles and you don't get them. Like how it's do you kind process of this, it? kind yeah. of a big story of not just my career, but every pe- everybody's yeah. career. I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I have really had great opportunities and... And and I think sometimes it's just now being on this side of it, it just is what it is. I mean, there's mm-hmm. somebody there in that moment that connects in a different way and you mm-hmm. cast that person. I actually just got an email today of something I did not get cast in and now they're redoing it. And the, the showrunner literally wrote me and said, I wish I had cast you. Had I, my life would be different because I didn't like the person we did. Would you consider rereading this? We're redoing it for this. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. Uh-huh. And I, But I remember a couple of years ago, when that came out, when yeah. that happened and I had the meeting, I was shocked with the person they went with. And mm-hmm. I was like, Always wait, are. what? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? How you what does this person's name rhyme with? <laughs> I think, you know, I don't know. You know, I I try not to look back. I mean, mm-hmm. listen, it's our life, right? The universe is saying, maybe if you did that, I don't know, you might have had a torrid affair with like the actor and like, then never hoping. met your husband. Right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And then like gotten again. stuck somewhere and I, who knows? You your life wouldn't yeah. be what it is. I mean, all sorts of things can like happen. Maybe preordained and it's like already, right. you know, it it's already. already yeah, yeah, exactly. I also know people that I think people mm-hmm. that have gotten huge opportunities mm-hmm. that either weren't able to handle them, they didn't. They they 
or the ones that they did, they didn't lead to the things that they wanted anyway. So like there wasn't a job Mm -hmm. that maybe I wanted, but maybe the movie didn't even turn out well. Mm -hmm. I didn't get, but it wasn't that great or it wasn't whatever. It wasn't what I built up in my head. Mm -hmm. Also, I feel like I have a lot of balance in my life. And I think at this stage in my life, I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. I, you know, I worked in LA. I was able to go home to my children every day. Jeez. When you do movies, huge, yeah. you're gone yep. and you're gone and you got to tote them and you got to do it and you got to do all that. Um, you know, so knock on wood, like mm-hmm. I feel like things are what they are. Mm-hmm. Do you Everybody's have- got their struggle, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, Everyone everybody has, has their struggle. Although I'm trying to figure out Roxy's. I haven't figured out her. Oh God, yet. I have so many. <laughs> what, let me just roll the list out now. <laughs> Um, who is your favorite love scene partner that you've worked with? Like, do you have a favorite, like... Sarah Silverman. And is it ever, like, steamy? Yeah. Does it ever actually Sarah. get steamy? You made and, out like, with Sarah. Sarah was a good Did one. Did you put the tongue in? Cute. Sarah Silverman? No tongue. No, no tongue. tongue. Do you ever put the tongue in? Yeah, do you ever? Do you ever want to? <laughs> I've wanted ever, to a few times. Has she ever? I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't. I've never put the tongue in. I mean, the only, the most recent steamiest stuff was the uh-huh. stuff I did on Shameless because right. there was just so much nudity that like, you know, Were you wearing the steamy, patches? Were you yeah, wearing yeah, yeah. the patches? Well, yeah, you do, yeah. but you're, you know, you basically just have to just go for it because there's no, I mean, it's just is what it's, it is. It is what How it is. How do you accept so, your body though when you're, when you know that you don't have final cut approval, you know, as a director. So you don't know if your leg is going to be over the wrong direction. If, People like, who produce that show are very classy producers. Okay. I've worked with them before and I would have never done it with people I didn't know. They're top notch mm-hmm. and they understand. It's not about looking good. It's just about it fitting within the context of what that is and mm-hmm. how you manage that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you don't. You don't. So you don't you know, go right? for it and you really hope it's <laughs> Like, it's not shocking. that angle. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. But so, but that yeah. that stuff that I did with Jeremy Allen White that was the most like steamiest. That was the most. He's great. He's yeah. lovely, but he's such a pro and he's such a yeah. good person. Yeah. It was actually he's such a nice person that like often I couldn't speak to him before we did scenes because it would just sort of feel like you're doing it with someone you know too well. Like yeah, right, right, I needed right. to sort of live in my own mind and mm-hmm. fantasy about what was you know whatever it was right. in order to get to that place that you could kind of really let yourself go. It's mm-hmm. so right what you said about trusting the people because, you know, when I was uh, like coming up in this game and this business, like you you think that you should trust everyone. Um, and so my leg like goes over this guy and you can pause it and you can almost <gasps> see everything. And it's on porn sites and I'll what? never be able to take it down. And the thing is, I fought with my lawyer to try to get it down. But mm-hmm. at, when you're a young, I was 23 years old, 24 years old. That's shocking. You trust the people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not real nudity because yeah. you can't see everything. But I, like you can tell what's going on. That's and shocking. And it's just like you, there's so many girls who fall victim to that just mm-hmm. because they they think that the people in charge are taking they trust care of them. them and right? they don't. Yeah. It's all about them. You know, a lot of the time it's about money. I just remember when I was first doing love scenes on television, Mm -hmm. there were times that they would want us to do stuff that I knew that they weren't going to use. And so I'm like, why are we doing it like with just rolling around without any kind of choreography? Right. Or plan because typically there's so then somebody you're choreographing see, it for you. Correct? You have you yeah. have a plan. Okay. Like on Shameless, you have cameras everywhere, but you do sort of make a decision on what it's going to be, and then you let that go and you just do it. Okay. But like you know, that's a show that you're going in to do something edgier and mm-hmm. something that's within that. But if you're doing a show on ABC, yeah, and all of a sudden you you're know, rolling around yeah. naked, they're never going to show that. Yeah. So why are you shooting it in a way um, that's that? And so. I remember being like, yeah, I'm not doing that just yeah. so they're on dailies floating around 
around. Wait, so for exactly. the personal yeah, collection. Exactly. And so I remember <gasps> asking to see the producers to say, hey, yeah. can we, since it's a montage, a lovemaking montage, right. can we just decide what are the what are the mm-hmm. positions? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get to that position. Yeah. You do that. You mm-hmm. cut. You yeah. get to that position. Yeah. You do that. You cut it because you're going to cut it together anyway. But I remember having that instinct of wondering, like, yeah, why right. is nobody saying, hey, we don't need you to go full yeah. out and have all this footage of you yeah. doing this because – Oh, no, personal collection. It doesn't yeah. feel like right? a safe like, environment yeah, or a safe, safe industry sometimes. It doesn't feel like your best interest are always, are always the priority. You know mm-hmm. what? I think it's I think it's such a tricky um, mm-hmm. it's such a tricky thing because there are so many cooks in the kitchen and nobody wants to be responsible for saying something to the actor mm-hmm. that upsets them or that you know everyone's like like tap dancing around stuff. But at the end of the day. I feel like that's why when I worked on Shameless, it was mm-hmm. such a well-produced show because they're so clear about mm-hmm. boundaries and you have a cast that really embraces it. So you have wonderful people around you. You mm-hmm. feel safe. You feel like they know what they're doing. This mm-hmm. is storytelling. This is not a game. Right. It is a professional working environment. Mm-hmm. You're doing, you're telling these stories, but I don't think it's all like that. It's not. Yeah, it's just not like that. And mm-hmm. and that was one of the only places that I ever had that experience. I mm-hmm. think most of the time it's just, it's a bit... Uh, Lucy goosey mm-hmm. do the men like when you're having a love scene because Tamman actually said this that sometimes they get aroused you do, kind of offended you, if they don't right yeah this like, isn't like you're rubbing do they up get, against like, someone hard and if they when don't, you're, you're doing like, these scenes well, I so would love to engage in this conversation with you guys but I can't because I feel like it would really betray somebody that I care about but I they can't. did someone did someone did you've had a long history I have yes. had I have had it where people did it and it wasn't even a love scene yeah. and it was like just like whatever. They did. And they, that was, yeah, that they, they get aroused. And then I've had it where they don't. And yeah, you are slightly offended when yeah. they don't. You're like, I'm Absolutely. rubbing up against yeah, your lower like, body. As a matter of fact, yeah. I have once come home to my husband and been like, I feel weird because I didn't even like, <laughs> He's you like, know, okay, nothing honey. happened. Yeah, he didn't get hard. And I remember, I remember my <laughs> I remember Eduardo Poor going, husband. no, no, Eduardo was like, that's really weird. How sad. You mean he held it in? That's not good for him. <laughs> he was like, wait till like a blue ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I love your like, husband. Maybe, he, he, like he literally went He's to like, so a, cool. like it's a medical condition. <laughs> right, like right, 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 right. That's not, you know, it's not healthy. You shouldn't, he, I mean, he shouldn't be embarrassed. I mean, it is what it is. Like you're a human being. Right. You're doing these scenes. It's going to be what it is. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Does it turn you on <laughs> while you're doing sex scenes and then you come home and do you want to do that to your yeah, husband? Like, are you like, yeah. yeah. Like, you oh, in yeah, sometimes. Oh, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I've had that. Shameless style. Mm-hmm. I've had that. Yeah, I've worked with people. Eduardo's like, no, in for... Oh, we're about to cut in five minutes and I'm driving. <laughs> uh, Mama's coming that. home. Mama's coming home. Awake, stay awake. Stay awake. <laughs> stay awake till last week. Stay last week. Keep watching. Chris Matthews. Just don't be home in 25 minutes. I love it. Or play. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. I love it. Well, you also, which is this is such a cool thing because I think people that are not in the industry might not understand this, but you actually, when before Iron Man was coming out, you were reading against all the male leads that were coming oh, wait, in, right? There's a job See, that I wish I had. Get, yeah, right? I forgot. Iron Man. So, a, there's a job. T- you remembered for me. You okay. see, you knew. Yes, you, knew. I knew. you should I totally forgot. be Pepper Potts. A, I was brought in because they yeah. thought I was great for Pepper Potts. Yes, and yes. Oh, go ahead. Finish your and question. So you got you. to read against all the male leads, including yeah. Robert Downey yeah. Jr. So who were some of the other male leads that read that you thought maybe had a shot at it? Oh my gosh, I can't. I can't. I can't say it. I can't say it. Who else was I can't against? Say it. You have to say who I, else I, was against Robert Downey Jr. 
I can't. I think I honestly no I don't think I don't know, but I don't think I'm allowed to. I actually think confidentially I'm not allowed <laughs> not to. Allowed but I will to. tell you, one was like a younger person from television, okay. and one was mm-hmm. a per- one was a person that I think they really wanted for the role. Okay. Who was it? I think Name that Robert. <laughs> I think that Robert, who is Add a buddy, who is a buddy <laughs> of mine, and who I love dearly, uh-huh. I knew that he was reading, and I was going that day, and I was super excited to see him. And I know uh-huh. that he was he, out of the guys. He, he was the, the older first, one, yeah, and he was the first pick, right? And he. I don't know that it wasn't the first place. I just don't know that he was like, there was one guy who was like this kind of like younger and hot. Mm-hmm. Da, da. But I went in and I read with them mm-hmm. and and I read with them because they thought I'd be right, right. for Pepper Potts. And so, but then Gwyneth was like, I want to do it. And so Sasha Alexander <laughs> like, like, damn it. Is she even audition? Is she even audition? No, she's Gwyneth Paltrow. She doesn't have to audition. That's it? She's the Oscar But the winner. men had to audition. Yeah, but th- that's different because that was a Marvel, right. their first, like, really big franchise, and okay. they did not know where which way they were going. It was a different thing, and they needed to see it, and they really shot it and, like, yeah. you know, and looked at it. But anyway, all I wanted to say was that one guy that they thought was going to be the guy when I was doing it with him, and I happened to know him a little bit, uh, he just – he did really didn't I don't think his he heart was it, in it right? and he just didn't bring it and I remember he'd finish the scenes and sort of just be like yeah I'm not I don't, I don't know that was great I'd be How like, don't say that Robert be Downey quiet Jr. there's all these people like, almost yeah. a billion and then Robert came like in with all of his magic because he came in with all of his magic and he damn wanted it yeah. and he was like I'm here and I just remember just he just he's so funny and mm-hmm. smart Charismatic. And he just had everything. And it was just like, man, like it was everything. It was everything. I just think it's that moment also. You work really hard to get to a place in your life where he had gone through a lot of his own, you know, personal Mm -hmm. demons and got to a place where he was clear and he was ready and he wanted it. And you felt it when he walked Mm -hmm. in the room. It was amazing. And probably wanted to have fun, you know? Like so much of these these, getting these jobs and and, and auditioning is like all about like your own like self-pain and like and just like going in and just taking something by the balls and just having a good time. I yeah. think that energy really resonates with everyone. I agree. I mean, I know I witnessed it in that. Yeah. I've been in a few situations where I had screen tested with the male leads. Okay. I don't know why. There was another movie years ago. It was Gerard Butler's first oh, screen I test. So you tested with him. Yeah, he huh? sent okay. me very, very big flowers when he did Aww. get the job and a thank you because he was so nervous. Mm-hmm. But he and I I and I, I, again, it was one of those things. It's like what quality they were looking for in a person. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, 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 it's pretty fun to see. Yeah. Who knows, you right? You probably have so many stories. If I can just I get know. you high or drunk, <laughs> yeah. I think you would tell me. Both players. In, yeah. in that order. Check and check. High, drunk, and sexed up. Sexed I'm up. sure I, I could like, get a lot, of, out to yeah, you're like, a lot of answers from you. Well, you know, do secrets. you know what's interesting is that we move through all of this stuff doing the best that we can. And mm-hmm. I feel like just taking whatever our personal journeys right. are or upbringings are. I was just talking about this. The friend of mine, just parenting, you Mm -hmm. know, it's like I have a 13-year-old now. And so the lessons are not like, you know, hey, sit in your chair and don't spill on yourself. It's like shit in your diaper. Shit in the toilet. It's like, hey, the world's complicated. Human beings are complicated. You know what? Some friends are this. Some friends are that. You got to like, we're going to talk about personal space. We're going to talk about creating boundaries. We're Mm going to talk about like, like that's the way it is. And you can't fix people. Mm-hmm. And you can't, blame. you know, and blame people and you can't you take have to take accountability. Like mm-hmm. these lessons are things that like, I feel like we take what we know and do the best that we can. Mm-hmm. And I think 
this industry is one. I know for me, I just really love telling stories. And mm -hmm. so if I can continue to just be creative mm -hmm. and to do that in any area that sort of bring, you know, that I'm allowed to, then I'm really happy to do that. And I can't, I don't think that we're all, we're all fit to handle certain things. Sometimes mm -hmm. I think, wow, if I were given I don't know whose career and just had to go from set to set to set to set at, in my 20s, like Jennifer Lawrence, for yeah, instance. Right, right. They're not all built for that. No. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, some people, like, they have that, and then all of a sudden they have to struggle with other things mm -hmm. in their right. 30s and their 40s and their 50s. So, like, everyone's got, I don't know, I find it, I find it all very, um, very interesting and curious and, mm -hmm. you know, I mm -hmm. don't know. I don't know. Does that sound... Well, no, it's true. Too You've esoteric. Given me <laughs> so much to think about. You're like, now let's talk about sex again. Yeah, yeah exactly. Let's talk about butt plugs. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, but you mentioned your 13 year old daughter. You know, Tam and I both have five, five year olds and a new one yeah. coming up. All girls. So you've got to prep us for the teenage years. What do we have to expect? There's a great book called Untangled. Okay. I highly recommend. Okay. And understand that I tell all my friends know that girls between the ages of eight and 11, their brain grows more like maybe the most it's ever going to grow until mm -hmm. their 20s. Oh, wow. Boys' brains don't grow till they're ever. like 15. Sorry, yeah. sorry. <laughs> 15, 15. Ever. 45. So, 45. A lot of hormones, a lot of stuff. It's it's not it's not easy. My mm -hmm. experience with my son is so different. It's just like crazy. So is she like, like a, she doesn't hate mom, right? Because I remember going through a stage. I didn't ever hate my I mom. Not, I was so close to my mother my whole life. Really? See, I went yeah. through a stage where lucky. I rebelled against my parents, both parents. But like, I was like, I hate you, mom. I hate you slamming doors, right. doing the whole thing. Has she like, exper have you experienced any of that with her? I don't her have no? that. I mean, she slammed, okay. she slammed doors, doors a few times. But I don't know. I don't have that. Okay. She's, she's doing really well. Okay. She's doing really well. But we do spend time and we are. We are more strict. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we didn't give well, her a phone until she I was like. almost 13. Yeah. She didn't have like, she doesn't, we're not like just sort of like, I think the phone thing and social it's, media, yeah. don't get me started. I think it's, it's poison, mm -hmm. poison, poison for these young children. Mm -hmm. I don't think they know how to manage it. I mm -hmm. think it leads to so many just things that are awkward and uncomfortable and you feel left mm -hmm. out, inclusivity mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. judging, especially for girls, oh a big problem of like, bullying. Yeah. you know, bullying oh and judging yourself mm -hmm. and your own self-confidence and where you fit in and like in your most awkward moments of your life, you're zooming in on some other girl's body or face and going, yeah. she's so pretty and I'm not, or she's skinny and Harrison I'm not. Harrison is the death it's of just happiness. Like, yeah. I think that that is just really, and I feel like we really kept a lid on that and are mm -hmm. really strict about it. Um, she wasn't happy about that. Mm -hmm. if I think it, I think maybe the roughest phase was the fighting over like not having a phone. Yeah, what was the age you gave it to her? Almost thirteen. Oh, great! That's twelve. No, I still think it's yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't get no, a phone. Just after twelve, they weren't even available. But I mean, a lot of people give just their after kids twelve, at seventh like grade, seventh nine, grade, I take and it ten. I mean, See, I I've don't. heard of that. You know, I don't. I, 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 I think honestly, it's I think that you, I think it's gonna be like cigarettes. Where all of a sudden they're like, guys, stop! Like, it just moves too fast. I don't think it wires them. Whether you're a girl or a boy, there's just so much stuff with it that why like why give them these issues mm -hmm. like, what's the point aren't mm -hmm. we trying to like raise them in a space that they have you know self-awareness and confidence yeah. and mm -hmm. I just don't and I'm, I think Instagram breeds chronic dissatisfaction mm -hmm. it does. and I know for me who has to spend at least a couple hours on it a day for my job 
I, I leave it and I feel, I don't feel well because I think mm-hmm. we're addicted to these images of like mm-hmm. these people's sh- uh, highlight reels. Mm-hmm. And then we look at our own lives like they're lesser than. Yeah. And you can never truly be happy, I think, if you're consistently comparing your own life to someone else's, which again is just their highlight reel. It's not it's not their real life. Mm-hmm. Right. And I do think it's, I, I read this article that said it's actually raises your dopamine really fast mm-hmm. to like look at those images so mm-hmm. so quickly. And what happens is then you have a crash afterwards. So it's you like actually drugs. are it's addicted. Like drugs. Yeah, we totally. are addicted yeah. to social media and that's mm-hmm. how it's been designed so our brains keep wanting to connect with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You know, they did a study with rats and rats mm-hmm. were on their iPhones. Just kidding. <laughs> 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 with Roxy's like, really? Uh. And they're like going through Instagram like, I don't like it. It's comparing too much of my life. Um, I don't no. know. You know, mm-hmm. I think it was also weird. Like when I first started to do it, I had to do it for work. Mm-hmm. And so it was very much based on, you know, the show and and whatever I was promoting. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, within a couple of years, every parent had it. Every mm-hmm. family member had mm-hmm. it. My mom had it. She said, and you had to sort of educate everyone to go, hey, guys, and I don't have a personal one and then a public one. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that because that's just like twice as much work. Right. So that just doesn't work for me. But I had to say, hey, you know, don't like I, I don't really don't like post the kids without asking yeah, what you is don't, your theory you know, on like, that yeah i think it's up to everybody who whatever your personal comfort is my right. feeling is it all goes up into the cloud right. and it will be there for the whole world to see i have right. like i just feel like at one day it's all there their whole mm-hmm. life and you just sort of sometimes have to hold back on precious moments and mm-hmm. save them for your family because what if those kids grow up and then sort of go why did you just share my whole life mm-hmm. and what happens strangers? when it's a job but what happens like for an influencer say and that's her job and that's how she supports her family so that they can have a specific life what do you do then I really don't agree with children being involved. They have mm-hmm. no choice in it, yeah. and I, I am not a fan. I got to be honest. And mm-hmm. I have so many friends that do it, and that's up to them. And when they're little, there's something a little bit less than to me. But as you start to get to around eight or nine years old, these children are human beings. They're dealing with social issues at school and everything else. You are invading mm-hmm. their yeah. identity. Mm-hmm. You are using them as a prop in your brand. Mm-hmm. How is that fair? Mm-hmm. Like, why should mm-hmm. why should the moment mommy gets home from business trip or whatever be recorded and you see the child's face like, hi, mommy, and instead of seeing her eyes and her smile, they're seeing a phone in their face. Right. Yeah. And what... I mean, what, what world is that mm-hmm. healthy? Yeah. I think influencers, so, again, this is But I'm not, what I do, but can't they, judge right. because for mm-hmm. some people, that's the, going to be for them to work out. I know for my family, if I did that, they'd be like... Get it out of my face. <laughs> right, like, right. They my wouldn't even take a picture for me. Oh like, I have to my beg husband, them for oh a Christmas God, picture. Like, literally, they don't even send a Christmas picture. I'm like, guys, yeah. we're all going to get together. We're going to, like, get dressed up and, yeah. you know, do another. No, Mom, we're not doing that. I'm like, oh, come on. You guys, I don't have it. any pictures of you together. Right. So I'm having a different issue. <laughs> No one will take a picture so with you. But yeah. that said, I do want to say the other part is I do love being able to see um, my friends and their families and their kids and their moments. And all of our lives are so busy to be able to see what everyone's up to and their holidays and their things. I love it. And I share it myself. Mm-hmm. I Sometimes I'm inspired to do so and I do it. And sometimes I, I'm not up to it because my husband's like, no way. But I do like it too. So it's tricky. Yeah. It's tricky. I know? do have to say my mind sort of goes to dark places with it because I think about the pedophiles and like mm-hmm. sort of that's, the, the weird Well, that's people, my right? problem with a young girl. Yeah, with that's my girl. issue so with I the young girl. I never post her in any sort of a swimsuit or and with a body young, showing. You know? Right, five. But then, you know, the, some know. of those pedophiles like that kind of stuff, you know? Um, they do, but right? you do have to educate your kid on it. Like right. I educated, I mean, I talked to mine about it because she's a dancer and she has pictures, of, you know. Yeah. But, you know, listen, you can be, 
there's a lot of str- strange people out there. I yeah. mean, I've been dealing with somebody yeah, for a few you, years. And do you have any of those weird sort of I do. I have people? one particular person that's been really, it's been tough and it's gone really? to like, yeah. yeah. And and the hard part is that legally the, these Instagrams and the Facebooks, they don't protect you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just so you know, if uh-huh. you were to have somebody that followed your child or got obsessed with your child, uh-huh. you literally cannot stop them. They can mm-hmm. make as many accounts as they want and they will never, mm-hmm. the Instagram, they will right. never report it back. They will never... Never, there are no laws protecting us. Oh, and the companies themselves won't stop the person. If they see a person created 25 fake accounts, they're <laughs> not going to say, oh, wait, you're not a real person right. or you're harassing people. I mean, you report it, uh-huh. but. And you can't take the police, are not going to do anything about it either, they, right? They are. They? Okay. they are. Okay. But, but. I mean, unless you're going to like press charges and Wait. send the person to jail mm-hmm. and then you're dealing with something else. I mean, it's really tricky. Oh my God. I once had a fan send me a dead bird. Oh, yeah, like that's it's horrible. A completely dead <gasps> animal. Yeah, in the in the mail, like in, in a the package. mail, just oh a dead God. bird. And then I had someone else send me, like, just kept sending me like wedding rings, but like obviously not expensive. Or I would have like <laughs> right. pawned those and tried to put a down payment <laughs> right. on a house. Um, but yeah, just this, just crazy people out yeah. there. That's really that's scary. scary. Really but scary. that's the yeah. part, just with the kids and the family. Yeah. I just don't know what if somebody just, you know, what it is. It's also like. It's tricky because I also really do learn a lot from people's lives. Mm-hmm. So that's where I feel like the line gets a little gray. It's like we mm-hmm. all learn from from listening um, and hearing, especially as moms, mm-hmm. seeing other people having the struggle and what they're doing. It helps us. I mean, I know mm-hmm. it helped me to have groups of moms around me that I could call when I'm like, oh, I don't know why she's screaming. Mm-hmm. What's going mm-hmm. on? You feel a um, sense of community. Yeah. You do feel a sense of community. So I think that all that part of it is good. And also we're living at a time where like people, everyone's oversharing. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of okay. But it does scare me to think that there's somebody that just stares at your family. Oh, right, right. Oh, yeah. It's like, weird. And also when you're, yeah. I don't know. I've had people show up, I mean, literally at at my, mom, my mother-in-law's home in, <gasps> in Switzerland. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Looking for you. Oh, yeah. Oh. <gasps> Oh, like, and, and by the way, like, oh, I'm her friend. Is she there? And oh they were like, oh, your friend showed up. I'm like, what friend? None of my friends are here right now. Everyone's traveling. Oh, that's scary. But that's, oh, that's travel. Like, yeah. that's people getting on planes and trains and like, that's That's weird. a lot. So talking yeah. about women and you were saying about having a community. Firstly, why do you think women compete with other women? Why do you think sometimes it's less about mm-hmm. coming together as a community and supporting each other and why women go against each other? I don't know. And do you, or are you a good friend? I'm a good friend. She's a good friend. You seem like she's a good friend. Think? Am I a good friend? I think she's a very good she friend. She knows. She's known yep. me for 20 she's years. Have I been that she's, kind of a girl? Yeah. yeah no, do, am I like, you compet- so, like that kind of a competitive girl? No, not at all. Don't you we are all strong have the competitive bug in us? Uh, yes, but bit. competitive is different than competing with somebody else, particularly someone who's your friend mm-hmm. or another woman mm-hmm. or a guy. Like... That to me is an area that I am just not, I don't relate to. Mm-hmm. Right. But that could be because I was raised with a single mom. Mm-hmm. And my mom actually had a different life experience where she was sort of, you know, forced to get married young, had me at 19. And because she was pretty, she was sort of sent to get married off early. So mm-hmm. she never put any value on beauty. She never put any value on like cutting down another woman because she's mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. or like, you know what I mean? Like that wasn't. Her MO. It's like I think it's all what drives every one of us. I mean, you can have an evening where you have like, you know, just like 
I don't know, like wardrobe envy or like, you're like, yeah. God, I wish I had my pulled it together like right. she did. Right, right, right. I mean, that's like normal right. stuff. But I don't know why women do that. Men don't do that they to don't each know. other. They it's support. almost like you don't want to see other women succeed. It's almost like bringing them down. Because it reminds them of something that they're lacking within themselves. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I, I don't – that's not what drives me. Right. I'm definitely a competitive person mm-hmm. with like things that I want to achieve. Uh, but that I don't look at it as like some other woman's in my way of that. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like the girl that never, you know, <laughs> I never went out with like the guy. If he dated one of my friends, I was yeah. like, oh not, yeah, I'm not your sloppy seconds. Yeah, see, like, but there's other friends good, I know that would be yeah. happy. They're like, they hey, Tracy, I'm going fourth and fifth. <laughs> She'd be like, sure, I'll get on yeah, there. Get on He's that. like, fuck you. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I just wasn't that. Yeah. Like I would sort of be, I was a little bit more conservative about that. I just was a little bit like, all right, well, if he didn't see me first, if he didn't notice me first, if he didn't think... I like whatever. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know, but there's other women I know that just, you know, I think I don't know. Really, and I feel like even know, with even with our like, relationships, mm-hmm. I really just do feel that if if you are if your relationship is not at a place that like you're with a wanderer mm-hmm. or you're with somebody who's looking for that, mm-hmm. like they're going to look for that no matter what you do. Yeah. Right. So you can't stop them from doing no, it. You know. Like, right. I, and I think you know, that women. Don't understand mm-hmm. that. But I'm dealing with that with my daughter. I mean, mm-hmm. just dealing with, you know, she's a competitive dancer and all these girls mm-hmm. all are, you know, want whatever. So we've been having these conversations for years about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can compete with yourself. You can want something, but that girl's not in your way and that right. girl's not in your way. Yeah. And even if they're better or they're different, like you have your own thing. Mm-hmm. And so the right. goal is not to compete with them. The goal is to understand what is your, mm-hmm. what is your gift? Yeah. What's mm-hmm. your strength? Mm-hmm. How do you lean into that? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if we as women can learn to do that for each other, mm-hmm. and I think it's more and more happening than right. ever. Right. Like right. I feel like I'm always invited yeah. to girl mm-hmm. groups and right. power women groups and everyone's talking like about it. I feel like though really genuinely if you do that and behind the scenes you are choosing the right person, not mm-hmm. just because it's a woman or you think it's this or it's that. I think that um, we're pretty unstoppable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's room for everybody. Mm-hmm. There's room for everybody. I fully believe that. Right? No matter what There's industry. only one Pepper yeah. Potts or whatever. <laughs> so yeah, like, I wish there was two. There's not room for everybody. Pepper Potts too. <laughs> Just that one. That right. Gives right. right. More well, room. I am yeah, so that excited. Was because... I love that you brought that up. Also, I, and I forgot about it. <laughs> totally. See, I like Came totally space on it. I mean, we will always remind you here. No, but I'm so excited because your amazing stories is coming back. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So tell yeah, us about is, that is, project. It's a great project for yeah. Apple. Um, they haven't released the trailers yet because uh-huh. I think they're rolling stuff out. So okay. that's really fun. Okay. Uh, really, uh, I can't say too much about it, but it's very, um, uh, it's really cool. I think it's going to okay. be like a big spectacle. You know, yeah. like really fun family entertainment. Yeah. Did so. you watch it in the 80s when it was on? Do you remember? Yeah. yeah. yeah we all loved it. Like it I feel like you sat around as a family. Yeah. And I think that that's the goal is now that you have all these more toys and more money and all mm-hmm. this stuff to play yeah. with, it's kind of that big, you know, it has that sort of Spielberg element to it. Do you remember it, meeting Spielberg fun. for the first time? Well, I met him a long, long time okay. ago because, you know, my my best friend Jessica Capshaw is his daughter. And so I've, I've yeah, I met him a long, long time ago. Oh, and he's nice. a wonderful man. So, so yeah. you go for for the family barbecues, the hangouts, keep it in like, the family, keep it in the family. You have some very yeah. successful uh-huh. friends. Well, they weren't when we met. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we well, pick good ones then to see the future. I mean, she's dead. <laughs> should we do a game before we oh, lose yes. you? You know what game we should do because she's going to be okay. good at this is the accent game. No, I'm not. No, you're so good at accents. Really? Like okay. All right. 
Wait, I guess what is the game? You have to do oh, the do accent, accent remember? and then I have to guess what the accent yeah, is. Yeah, I guess. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is probably going to be so obvious. I don't know if it is a game or just is that an a accent. game. What kind of game is that? So you give us the accent and we try to d- guess what it is. Um, can I speak another language yes. and you guess what it is? Okay, yes. Uh-huh. But make it like naughty. <laughs> Everything with Roxy has to be naughty. Balls oh my here. god! She call it the like women on. Like, it says women on top. top. Point. Yeah, I know. We call it women I didn't on top, realize not the bottom. It was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> women from behind. That's what it should be called. Women from behind. Women in doggy. Women, women doggy from behind. <laughs> sneaking up the butt. What? <laughs> women in doggy <laughs> style. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> who doesn't like who doesn't like a good, who doesn't like a good doggy? I don't know. I don't know. Let's just keep talking that instead of accents. I don't know. I feel hot. So I can see flustered. my daughter. I can see my daughter that way. See, you're gonna be just ready for Eduardo when he when you get home. You're gonna be I like, know, Hi. guys. You know, what happened? I know. My husband will be asleep. Hey, you know, and- these two butt plugging <laughs> horn balls and like. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, butt I'm plugs. Is a butt plug like, really like a pacifier for the butt? Are we really going to talk about it? it? I think it's fun. Like, I think it's yeah. kind of a funny name that I've always heard, you, but I'm not, I really am not familiar with it. But you don't butt. like a finger up the butt? We're not getting into that. <laughs> if a guy doesn't do a finger up the butt, it's, we're done. Like, we're done. We're over. If a guy's not into that area, like, it's over. There's like a whole other part of my body that but we're not even talking about. How do you know what area is sensitive to him? Like, maybe one person is more sensitive than no, the other. I, no, that. not to him, to me. Oh, if he's not into doing that to you, then I'm done. It's we're over. Well, if you like that, yeah, <laughs> you want somebody to be able to be able to provide it. Sure. And that's why I was asking you. Your butt plug provider. Do you like a shocker right at the end? It's like a shocker. I'm not getting it. We're gonna we're gonna have to try the the college uh, friends uh, story. Like the, the go from the kiss to the to the yes, finger. Yes, please in the butt. tell us how about instead of you doing the accent game because oh, I feel like that went down like a turd in a punch bowl. I'm sorry, I'm um, sorry. I don't feel like, hey, what, hey, what, hey, hey, what accent is that? Yeah. Uh, how about my my yeah. one, two, three, four, five. We can get a pint of Guinness and a bag of dates. Oh, that's good. There you go. Um, good. That's good. I mate. You know, I'm from Australia, right? Yeah, they talk like this. I'm from Adele. Well, you talk like that. You know, it was Adele. Oh, yeah, that's good. yeah. Oh, my God, I got over there and pocked the con from South Africa, man. Yes, that's right. I'm a South African. My parents are from South African men. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, you have to give us your Serbian. Give us your Serbian. Oh, my Serbians. I mean, it's like no. second. It's mother tongue to you. Yeah, yeah, no, Serbian. They go, ma. No, I'm not telling what they're like uh, passing out or <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're just like half, I do like a like you know, you know how are you waiting you know there, oh, there's this great lady I have to send it send you she's this Serbian comedian and she talks she has this hilarious hilarious like YouTube videos sketches and one of them is talking about how She's just so tired. She's so tired. She can't take it anymore. She just, she doesn't, she said she just wants her husband to just have somebody that he can, you know, he can have sex have with sex, every day yeah. because she just can't do it. She's like between the kids and the vacuuming and the cleaning it's of the house. Yeah. She goes, as a matter of fact, I just was thinking, you know, I should have her come every day in the afternoon. And then that way, when they do it afterwards, she can just vacuum, make the little dinner and she heads out. And she does this whole, but you have to see 
she's oh, hysterical. She kills me. I what's her name? So you could flip it. Do you I will. Damn, I will you, look it up. I will look uh-huh. it up. But it's on, Anya, okay. Anya or Anka, something. She's a big comedian from there. And everything is about her just being too tired <laughs> to do anything, but particularly have sex with her husband. She's like what? a cat. And in, in Serbian, they call it Ariba, which is actually a fish. Oh. So when you say Ariba, you mean like a hot girl. So you're like, oh, he's Ariba. You know, I want to get him. A, I want to get him a fish. Yeah, you get yeah, him a yeah, fish yeah, to yeah, show yeah. up every day because I just don't have the energy yeah. to do it. It's pretty funny. Um, what's your biggest sexual fantasy? <laughs> oh my god! I mean, you better tell her yours first, though, Tamman. Tell her your fantasy. So I'm sitting at home. <laughs> You're gonna die. <laughs> She's crazy. And I have the TV on, and yeah. the doorbell rings. <laughs> it's dinner the, time. It's, din- it's dinner. I'm a little peckish. <laughs> I open the door and there is Pizza Man. Little hairy, little sweaty. Smells bad. I'm like sorry. pepperoni. Hairy. I just vomited in my doesn't mouth. Doesn't speak oh, much English. It's fine because he doesn't have to speak English with a body like that. Might have dirty fingernails. Yeah, he comes in. <laughs> little toe jam. It's not what I want in my real life. It's not what I want in my real life. It's just what I, my fantasy is. I don't want it to happen to me. So it's don't come like, over, Pizza yeah, Man. Don't come over. He sits down and he's like, I just want to touch myself with my small penis and I want you to watch. And so I have to watch this poor man who doesn't have any money and has no hope and is so feverish by the fact that he can't get a woman. And I feel oh, the desperation. Yeah. And the desperation of him not being able to get off because no one loves him is so hot to me. The desperation of him getting off? No. Not being, no one wants him. Yeah. He's just this loser, pizza man. Right. So he can't get laid. And so I have to watch his sex. I get why yeah. that's hot. It's, I actually I des- totally like, get it. Anyone who's desperate I get it. that uh-huh. can't get, like the guy who has I sex get it. with the blow-up doll. I'm like, I love you because he can't get a woman. I get it. He has to blow up the whole, the whole time he's like, I have to get uh-huh. off because I'm so desperate. Oh <laughs> And, and then I'm the way, like, that is I so totally hot. get that. Okay, I good. totally get that. I totally get that. But I don't that. want to have sex with the Globe Doll or the Pizza Man. No, but, but I'm you know what? With the desperation you know what? But seeing the Pizza Man get himself, yeah, he's so you know, satisfied. He's so sad. There would be something just finally you know, coming. She might be in a cage, may or may not be in a cage. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> This is just a stand-up. I don't want him to touch me, though. I don't want him to touch me at all. (laughs) Like, if I was ever to look at pornography, it would be like an old man, like, finally gets a foot job. Like, something. (laughs) I don't want to see your hot body. I don't want to see women. They're thinking about the fact that they have two small children and they can't pay child support. Like, I don't want to see the woman faking it. I don't want any of that. I don't want it. I don't want a hot guy. He can get laid all the time. I want the person who's the underdog. I'm fighting for the I underdog. Understand. Yeah. I do understand. See? see? I do understand. And on that note, <laughs> we should probably go. Because I think I'm scared. Sasha you. is just getting more and more freaked she's out laughing, by the minute. But she's so far off the microphone. No, that, like, people, I'm, yeah, I'm people laughing think really hard. Like, no, I'm yeah, laughing like, really, silence, really hard. radio silence. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm <laughs> and cracking And like that up. fucking weirdo. I'm cracking up. <laughs> like no one's laughing too. Like, she's no, still talking about it. The question is, is do you have any pizza afterwards? Yeah. 
And where did the pepperoni fall? Probably because of how tiring the whole experience would be. I'd probably be a little peckish because I was peckish to begin with. I was peckish to begin with. in my fantasy. So I'd probably have a slice. Is it gluten-free? It would be helpful if it was. Vegan cheese, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. So I can go to the bathroom the next day. If it was not gluten-free, then we have problems for about 3.5 days. But anyway, that's another story for another time. <laughs> the gluten free pizza, which you can get from Fresh Brothers. That was a total. <laughs> no, you, know, you know, when I used to spend yeah. my summers in in, in and Europe, going. in you Serbia, and Italy, I just tell you real quickly. Have a story. I grew. I know. I grew up. They used to have. They used to have like soft porn, basically on regular television. So yeah. So oh as a kid, which is really crazy, you would see. Um, you know, these people like mm-hmm. going at it, and, but their clothes are fully on. You didn't see all the, you know, close-ups of things, but you would, you would see the stuff as a kid and you're just like, oh, your grandpa's sitting there watching this woman <laughs> who's topless and they're like making love and like on a log somewhere in Germany. And His she'd have like a full outfit. Like yeah. No, but like, it was just so strange. And so I think, I think growing up, like there were, there were these weird kind of sexual um, experiences mm-hmm. that or fantasies that they would play out, but in yeah. a very, very yeah. soft way, which is so weird to grow up with. But I think we're so. The thing about I sex, wonder yeah. just yeah. how that affects your sort of idea does, does of it make what you, more you think open is about sex. Do you think? Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely not yeah. like it doesn't like weird me out. I mean, people think I, mean, I don't want to know everything, yeah. but yeah. like you know, what I, I don't think, know. I mean, Blue Velvet was. Like I my love favorite you. movie oh, when yeah. I was 15. Favorite, so that was a little weird. Film. I just think in America, I think in America, we're strange. so like easy. Like we can totally see like someone's head being chopped off and mm-hmm. blood and gore. Yeah. You see a little like nipple yeah. and people like freak oh, the fuck yeah, out. Or like, you say yeah. anything like uh-huh. a finger up the butt, people freak out. But you can see like people getting slaughtered. That's yeah. like how far removed have we become from like intimacy, you mm-hmm. know? Well, I just don't think people are comfortable talking about it the way you talk about it. <laughs> and Roxy, okay. And Roxy, yes. Okay. I'm not just Roxy out of this. Don't just throw me out on the fishing <laughs> you boat. You too. I did. Okay. I'm so She's sorry. in the fishing boat. I'm with so you. sorry. Yours was just you. She Both goes of me. Okay. She totally goes you. I, I she likes it. it. She's over totally here giggling with the whole out. time, yeah. pointing at you. Like, ah. oh, she, and she has her stories. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mine are so shallow, though. I'm like a three way with Brad Pitt and Keanu Reeves. No. Done and done. Like, where they're just working on me. You're trying to get your husband's sperm. You're trying to trap his sperm for another baby. Oh, yes. Like, like, like right thing. at the end, she just falls on top of oh. him and he can't get up. Like, yes. seriously, it's like been a whole thing. I literally thing. am like, that's my sperm now. Like, once it's left your body, that is now my See, sperm. He's okay. Like, no, it's not. Sasha's my body, slowly my moving out the door. I think we should end the podcast. She's like, we have talked about what dress is opened up again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> everything's totally hanging out. It totally yeah. has. I think yeah, we have a basic so comfortable here. So comfortable here. It's happening. We see you. Don't like, you will serve me. You're my fantasy. I'm sure your fantasy is I can't. Way I do have a mother-in-law that if it gets back to her that she was on a thing talking about this. <laughs> no one ladies, she will never know. She will I, never know. You know, they're she Catholic. We have uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. But I know you're a kink, you're kinkier than Kinky my Kinky AF. I'm a secret kink. Secret kink. Secret kink. A little kink, a little no. Yeah. If you can't eat a pizza, if you can't watch a pizza man jack off with his desperation, we're like, what can you do? Maybe a little pepperoni on the nipples. I don't know. I don't know. You know, pepperoni's just not my thing. No. Vegan pepperoni that I'm against. Vegan pepperoni. Vegan pepperoni. Vegan pepperoni. Vegan pepperoni. My God. Make sure it's a vegan pepperoni guy, which is probably like a very hard like can I come Fine. back and hang yeah. out with you guys? Anytime. I'll just hang out in the corner. Girl, you have to. Why don't no we pants. just go have dinner? Yeah. Why don't we just have dinner and drinks? How about that? I won't wear anything Pantsless. from the ways down. Oh, you, yeah. please don't wear pants. Just, it gets in the way. Oh, my God. I'll show up this with one will be on you in about two seconds. That's a vagina? 
You know, what I haven't even seen my, yeah, I'm like, what is that? I haven't seen one for so long. <laughs> it's been a while. When I was pregnant, I couldn't see it. I was very afraid that it had gone away. Oh my it God. is weird when you can't see your vagina. <laughs> you can't see it. Your stomach's like hanging out. Yeah. Like, but you don't know what's there. going on. I know. I'm what's like, I don't there, even you know. know. Yeah. Syphilis. I don't know. We don't know if it's changed color. I don't know. <laughs> if it's changed color. What's living in there? I don't know. It's a whole family. <laughs> Has it had babies? I'm I don't sorry, know. I'm just sitting here. I'm sitting here watching you and like casting you in something right now. Like there's something. Please, that Lord I'm like Jesus, cast me. This is why right I, now yeah, that okay, I'm literally you. looking at you going. This is it. God, I'm this sorry. That's where my you. head just went. I'm okay. looking at you going. Cast Damn, me. I don't have she a job. One hundred percent be this person. I have not been hired for yeah, a good see? twelve months. I did pop a baby out, but you know I'm I'm unemployed. They're so just you know what you would help me with my food stamps. You're too intimidating for them. Beauty brains. And you talk about it. We don't know what to do with her. To do with her yet? Well, maybe, maybe I'm gonna have figure it out. Okay, good. I'm, gonna figure, I'm gonna leave here. I'm gonna get a pin for my dress. <laughs> I shouldn't and have started the interview with. What, I like pull your panties back up. <laughs> pull your panties back up. <laughs> panties. The fact that she even says panties. Mine I know, mean, like you know, big, grand, granny. yeah, grand panties. <laughs> I've gotten a little bit more um, because you know when you have like a daughter that's a stretch, I get a little. I don't know. No. Yeah, I'm not a prude. Yeah, I, I know. Totally not. One hundred percent not. Do I seem like a prude? Are no. you teasing right now? No, I think that you pretend you're a prude, but I think you're waking she here. Is naughty. I've have known her. her. Remember exactly with her basic instinct dress. I'm like, hello. Uh-huh. She's like, my name's mm-hmm. Sasha. Whoa. I'm like, I get it. I see it. I see you. We're connected. It was in for the ballet sexual. guy, really. I know. There Whatever you kicks you can get. You came out of the car Whatever like, oh, hey, buddy, how are you? Well, afternoon. They're a little stale down there. They, they need a little bit of they an injection little, of yeah. life uh-huh. for them. I think oh. that's. I think that's the fun part about like you know once you once you're over forty, you're just sort of like, hey, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, let it all go. Yeah, Give somebody a thrill. Do it, buddy. It, yeah, great. Yeah. And if somebody compliments you along the way, even better. Great, take it. Yeah, love yeah. it. Oh yeah, I love it. great. <laughs> I mean, to my husband, I'm like, I've lost. Like no one, no one wolf whistles at me anymore, and I'm kind of offended. Wolf whistles. Yeah, I don't care if it's like again, if it's like the truck driver, I want something. Yeah, I don't care what he looks like. I want some yeah. kind of some little something. Go walk around New York. My, I should talk to my therapist by a construction about that. site. You'll definitely get whistled. No, at. I could get nothing. No, it's, you will. I don't get anything in New York. I think I that you get arrested have... if you wolf whistle these days. I think it's, <laughs> that's what I'm I think tell it's not about you. I think that they're myself. actually and the fact that I always used to walk out with one. I love that we're in Me Too and you're asking people to wolf. No one's Me Too me. That's the problem. I'm mad about it. I'm bitter. I go we're to my me therapist too, and all the women are like, "Do not wolf whistle." And she's like, "I never get wolf whistle. What's happening? Something's changed. Yeah, what happened? I haven't really had a Me Too movement. That's probably that's probably yeah." Better. You, you've never had a Me Too movement? Well, one guy mm-hmm. once like was like, hey. We call know. it a Me Too movement. <laughs> yeah. One guy was like, hey, you know, um, I'm doing your hair. And I was like, cool, thanks. You're doing my hair. He opens up his computer and there's just a big, this big hard penis <laughs> on like his <laughs> screensaver. And I was like, oh, that's no. Um, and then I just didn't know what to do. And then he just put it back down again. So I guess that's a hashtag Me Too. A little awkward. Mm, well, sure. I mean, did he, was it on purpose? Oh, yeah. Was oh, he like, was? He look at show, my penis? Yeah, look at my big, hard, erect penis on my screensaver. <laughs> <laughs> and I was kind of excited for a second. And then I was like, this is bad because I'm not like into very like Louis C.K. of him. Yeah. Was it a good penis? Yeah. That was good circumcision. <laughs> <laughs> I did a good job. A plus? They, they, kept, they kept it s- symmetrical. Oh. No hats? No hats. Okay, we should go. <laughs> We should go. No one needs a hat. Thank That's you, guys. Time. We haven't talked about that. That's another penis hats next time. No one needs a penis hat ever. 
don't even want to see it. <laughs> I have no problem with penis hats. You, <laughs> you like, like a penis, penis hat? hat? I do. Because oh. it actually makes them more sensitive, right? To sex and yeah, I just I, like I just worry like what they're keeping in there. Like, nothing, you know, like, nothing. Is- because for generations it was never cut off. That's yeah. not. That was something that like what's in there? Nothing is in there. No, nothing cheese. No. no. Oh come Family's on! That I once saw so, some blue cheese in a little that bit is of so like, gross. <laughs> We have to go. Some cheese, some <laughs> quince paste. Oh, okay. On that, we're going. Bit. We're going on quince paste. A little paste. bit of crackers. Don't ruin quince paste for me. I like my quince don't paste the cheese the with my cheese don't and yuck, my crackers. Don't yuck my yum, okay? Don't yuck my yum. Don't yuck my yum. Oh, on that note. We have to go. Okay. And we are women on top. top. And where can you find us? Womenontop.com. <laughs> no. Women on Top Official. Uh, that might be the handle on Instagram. Thank you, Sasha, for coming. <laughs> yes, please Sasha, come back. you're the best. Please, you please, please, please come. Back. No, why okay, am I mad? Good. You mad you came? <laughs> no, you guys are crazy. Okay, we I love just you. Can't, I can't. She okay, knows. goodbye. We say goodbye. Oh, Did we, we say, say goodbye? goodbye? What just happened? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 